you didn't get what you want for Christmas and you want to just like, ooh, Super Bowl's coming, all those cool arcade games, the custom pool tables, just go up there and take a look. Go to mancavestore.com, drop me in steak when you're talking to Bobby B and you're all set. There you go. What'd you get from Santa Claus, by the way? Or uh, I got some cool stuff. I got some, uh, what am I, uh, a lot of like workout stuff, like Lululemon. I, I put up an Instagram cut yesterday. I got this new, you know, uh, a Succession. Uh, the show? Yeah, the show Succession. Yes. What's the dude's name? It wore the baseball hat. Um, uh, I know what you're saying. Do the OG. I'm playing, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. I got a, I got a uh, cool Lululemon sweatsuit nice. and a cool hat. I got some kicks that nice. were really nice. Nice. New col- I did actually very well. The girls went out and took care of me for sure. So we had a great holiday season, great Christmas, great Hanukkah, mm-hmm. fun New Year's Eve. My buddy moved into a new house, had dinner at his place, had a great night. Um, I just put up a couple of Instagram posts that are very controversial. I went and ate uh, another cheesesteak. That, oh, that was very <laughs> controversial. So it was a busy holiday time. Busy holiday time. How about you and Larry? Anything exciting? Oh, we had a, I, we really just had a wonderful holiday. Went to Florida to see my sweet mom, 87, and just doing great. Great. Hung out. Good we, morning to her. Yeah, good morning. She's listening. Hello, yep. hello, Joellen. I saw your mother, a beautiful lobster dinner. Yeah. She ba- uh, back was doing home. great. She was listening to me and Mike Bell. Uh, we did five hours last Thursday, and she listened all five hours. She loved the story about Mike Bell getting busted because he was dating a brunette, and she came home uh, from traveling, and there was a blonde hair on the uh, bed. Mm-hmm. And, and Mike said, the cleaning ladies, cleaning ladies. Next thing you know, all his clothes were out on Peachtree Street. Literally, true story. They threw all, she threw all his clothes out that on Peachtree. My mom's like, I loved that story. That it was is wonderful. So cute. You Y'all guys sounded are, so good. You guys are a hoot. Yeah, that's I, a volume line. I totally line. agree. That's yeah. a volume line. Really so, enjoyed it. Uh, a lot to get to to unpack from the last four days. So, here's the thing. NFC, NFL season's over. It was five months ago. We sat there in Flowery Branch. We all drank the Kool Aid. Bijan, Drake, Kyle Pitts, maybe Desmond. Although I never said, and I don't think you did either. We just said we have no idea. Your point was we should have benched Mariota earlier and given Ritter more of a chance. My point was— Or maybe let him play in the preseason. Yeah. I mean, none of it really matters because Desmond Ritter showed who he is. It's like they say, when someone shows you who they It does matter because if you would have known earlier, you could have, A, drafted, made a trade, or not. he's not our guy. So you when, could when have we, When? When were you going to know that? Last year, in the middle of the year? I mean, he played last year. He won two games. He lost two games. Just that's who he that's is. That's who he is. He didn't turn it over last year that much. We didn't know when he got the job he'd be a turnover machine. Right. So, listen, it, it's like a lot of the NFL teams looking for quarterbacks or playing backups or trying to figure it out. At the end of the day, I had no reason to be confident that You're Desmond right. Ritter, my point was, I have no idea what Desmond Ritter is going to be. He's a third-round pick. It's not like he's highly coveted. We shall see. You know, we live in a world where there are repercussions in life. You work super hard, you stay super disciplined, you eat right, you get up on time, you go the next day and work hard, you look up in two or three years, good things have happened, right? You've turned your life around, you have a job you wanted, maybe you're in the relationship you want. If you're lazy, if you make bad decisions, if you don't take care of yourself, like, or you, 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 you go all in on a, on a partner that's not the right partner, and the Falcons, there were repercussions. We went all in on Desmond. We went all in on Kyle Pitts. We went all in on Drake London. We went all in on, this is our plan. Now we have to face the music. The music is, 
You have a fan base as angry as I've ever seen them. Exactly. We've been here a long time, Sandra. We've been here through the Jim Mora era, the Dan Reeves era, the Mike Smith era, Dan Quinn era. Been, I was here for the June Jones era, right? We've been through the Mike Victor prison. We've been the the Matt Ryan, uh, Deshaun Watson debacle, right? Absolutely. We've been through the the uh, $10 seats up top because uh, work done. So Dollar you get hot dogs. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, but we've been through it all. This might be the most angry fan base that we have seen. And why do you think it's almost worse than we've seen? Of- because we feel duped. And I'll raise my hand. We feel duped. <clears throat> we got all, I mean, I remember that. Who are they going to cover? Bijan, and then we got the Joker and Cordero Patterson, which, oh, by the way, that's a whole other. When he retweeted somebody saying yesterday, the biggest joke is that we never used this Cordero right in Joker mode. So anyway, that's a whole other discussion. But we were we we're, we feel duped. And the mismanagement, and I, I just don't feel confident in following this regime up a mountain. I just don't. Well, I think that uh, Arthur Smith's personality hasn't helped. The results on the field, let's be honest, the results in the field have been kind of humiliating, you know? I mean— Are you talking about that when he got kind of duped into, had to call a timeout? Well, Cause I, that was, yeah, the end of the first half two oh, weeks yeah. ago. But yeah. I'm talking about losing— No, no, it happened again this this against— Against the Bears. Against the Bears. Yeah. I'm just talking about— They were going to go for three, and then they're not ready, and then they put the other team out, and the uh, coach for the Bears is giggling. Yeah. So if you young don't Wei feel— Ku, Young Wei Ku, by the way, stop, stop reading your presses. It's another game you missed two field goals. Another game. So uh, you're not God's gift to kicking anymore, by the way. That's five misses in, like, four weeks. But regardless, I'm talking about losing to Carolina. I'm talking about losing to Arizona. I'm talking about losing to Washington. I'm talking about losing to the Titans to a rookie quarterback in his first game. I'm talking about, like, just the results in the field— just have you sitting there as a fan, like, are you are you serious? Like, is this the best? And just, I like the way you use the word duped. Arthur Smith, look what he did at Tennessee with Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill, and look at what he, you know, how he can utilize talent, and look at the depth, and look at the three guys, Tyler Algiers and Cordero Patterson. But like, Bijan, okay, yeah, he's been a nice rookie, whatever. Jalen Carter is going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year, hands down. And then watch Jameer Gibbs, who's right there for Offensive now, Rookie of the Year, and what he Not- does and how they use him. And it, it just makes me crazy. And then, like, even on Sunday, I thought they run, should have run Tyler Algier more. This was a game built for Tyler Algier. And I'm just a crazy fan sitting on my couch. And why isn't he running the ball more in those elements? Just let him go. I just There's so many things that we, I we, look at. We just don't have enough talent. I mean, we don't have a quarterback. Uh, you know, Kyle Pitts is a bust. I mean, don't start to tell me what Matt Ryan, he was all, the, you know, Kyle Pitts is a bust. He and doesn't. Well, also, it, don't tell me how great a coach Arthur Smith well, is I, with, when in terms of, and I worked with Mark Zinner last week, and he's telling me many times we could be nine and five, which absolutely that, makes the fan base crazy. What is he talking about? Don't get me Dude, started. Dude, just the Mark Zinno trying to tell okay. people I'm that sorry Arthur I Smith. It up. No, well, but it, it's look what I you did. sound you sound moronic. Okay, well like, now we're name called. Don't no, no, do no, that. I'm not, Don't do that. I'm not calling him a moron. I'm saying you sound moronic to back up Arthur Smith. And by the way, you sound moronic if you were killing Arthur Smith week three this year. Like either end, okay? I mean, like it's not. Yes, Arthur Smith's responsible. Terry Fontenot is responsible. Arthur Blank is responsible. Right? Desmond Ritter. There's a there's a slew of guys. How can you say your head coach isn't responsible? Your quarterback's responsible. Terry Fontenot just passed on defensive players three straight drafts. And don't go look at the draft that Kyle Pitts was in. 
Well, that'll Micah make you Parsons crazy. And, and all the uh, receivers that are right. I mean, all of it. That direct, Don't go look at it today in your office. Justin, Just don't. Justin Fields. Oh, my God. Justin yep. Fields, yep. quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Bijan taking as high as he was. I mean, all right, let's get who do you got on the line? I, I, I can't. Derek and Ellenwood, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey. We really miss you all while you all was on out for the holidays. I mean, we miss you guys. Thank you. Uh, uh, my comment is for the Falcons. It's, it's going to be a change. We just don't know yet. From top to bottom, we don't know yet. These guys got to understand they're playing for their jobs, everybody, from top to bottom, from Fontenot all, all the way down to the last – Water boy on the on the team. So let's and ask let's, you guys. let's ask the question. Beating New Orleans and ending the year eight and nine. I don't think you're getting in the playoffs anyway. Um, but you'd end the year eight and nine. You beat a division rival and you'd be better than last year. And if somehow Carolina wins, then you're in the playoffs. None of that matters in your eyes, Sandra. Not one ounce. I think you're missing the point of an end game. And by the way, this is six straight seasons with a losing record. And we have eyes. It's You're actually only hurting yourself if you win the division, which I just brought up. You can draft nine or you're going to draft 20. Let's get, okay? Mark, let's get Mark in Dawsonville. Hey, Mark, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, man, listen. So I've been a season ticket holder since Steve Barkowski was the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. Wow. And it, it, that's it. No more. I'm done. I'm done fighting with my wife about <laughs> spending the money. And I'm a believer. I'm an optimist. And I was on the, the, the team plane in 9-11 when they went to St. Louis, when the Smiths, it was their last game as the owners. And uh, Arthur Blank was on the plane, Michael Vick. And I'll never forget, I was fired up. But it just hadn't, hadn't panned out. Tough time for Arthur Blank and a very tough decision to make. It is. I don't think it's been decided. But I don't think Arthur Smith is safe, and I don't know. Sunday didn't help if it wasn't decided totally because agree. you were coming off a great win against uh, Indy at home. Your best win of the year. And then you had, I could argue, you played your worst game in all three facets of the game. From the field goals missed to the defense giving up 37 to you two quarterbacks combined for possibly the worst quarterback showing in four interceptions that I've seen living here in Atlanta. So that did not help your cause. When we come back... Why the Atlanta Braves, speaking of helping their cause, may have had quietly one of the great off-seasons in Atlanta in recent memory. And what food item dominated the bowl season? And why everybody else is just checking their bags and watching what these guys did. Things I learned! Coming up, more Falcon Call, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. More of the Steakhouse on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Ten twenty-three, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Fastest two hours in radio continues. We uh, will belly up to the bar coming up in a second. Remind you that the uh, ten o'clock hour is brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this football season. Visit mancavestore.com. I'm going to tell you where your man cave felt good yesterday. You nestled in around 5 o'clock. Maybe put a little, uh, maybe get one of those fireplaces, a little extra wood on the fire. Said, I'm going to watch two 
enormous football games. I'm going to watch Michigan and Alabama, and I'm going to watch Washington and Texas, and I'm going to be sitting here for seven hours <laughs> and hope I get some drama. And boy, did you get two knockdown, drag them out, very different kind of games, kind of the grinding, tough guy mentality of Michigan, Alabama, two blue blood programs. And then the open offenses and electrifying play of Michael Penix and Washington holding off Texas. That was just... Just the back and forth of both of them with some of the greatest plays and playmakers in college football. It yeah, was fantastic. Exactly right. That's it what, lived perfectly up to expectations. Yeah, it was a wonderful day for uh, college football Do you playoff. do the Soul Bowls at your house? Do you do Black Eyed Peas and collards? So my and- wife had a notion of all these traditions that she was working on yesterday. I don't know how many she got to. Let's just say her New Year's Eve put her a little bit. She was on. She was not on the injured reserve, <laughs> but she was questionable most Did of the day. Did she opt out of New Year's? She was questionable. Now, yeah, she was questionable most of the day. So I'm not sure that she got to all of it. Do you do those traditions? The yes. black eyed peas. Oh my god! I, I put southern. them on ten in the morning, and you know the, the real cooks did it on Saturday, and you got to let them soak overnight. But yeah, I mean three, four o'clock yesterday afternoon, a big pot of collards and yeah. black eyed peas. So good. Yeah, I love the the. This is the Atlanta winter, like 30s, 40s, little 50s, mm-hmm. right? Day starts in the 30s, and then a lot of guys playing golf over the last few oh, days boy. too. I mean, perfect golf weather, yeah. perfect weather at the lake. So, uh, we appreciate you spending 2023 with us. Promise you it'll be a great year. Listen, do we wish the Falcons are you know better and that we were you know uh, 10 and six going into our final game? Do we wish the Hawks were in seven games under or six games under 500? Um, do we wish Atlanta United season? Yeah, that stuff matters. But what's most important is listening to the radio station, knowing we're going to be honest about it. We're going to have fun with it. It's only sports. It's the greatest reality uh, show in the world is sports. You never know what you're going to see and how it's going to play out. And this radio station with the best hosts and um, home of, of all these big games and, and big teams. And uh, we know 2024 is going to be great. And there's a lot of things on the line for the Hawks, for the Falcons, NFL playoffs. So um, we, we, we remind you to get the Odyssey app. You can mm-hmm. listen to our show. We have incredible streaming numbers anywhere you are at any time. Your mom, my mom, listen from two different parts of the globe, and uh, you can do that at all times. Follow us uh, at Sports Sandra, at Steak Shapiro as well, and uh, make sure you're a part of the uh, uh, Steakhouse. Tomorrow is Rusty. Rusty, and yes. You're, and you're back here Thursday, Thursday Friday. Thursday Friday, yeah. All right, so. so tomorrow I want you to focus on yeah, how the transfer portal transfer will portal. change in the future. How's it going to change in the future? Because I think Rusty will lay it all out for you and how a lot of things will be fixed after that. Okay. No, I listen. I tra- and Rusty Rocks. He's had some weeks off from Rusty Rocks. Mm-hmm. Got to do that. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. All right. Let's do uh, some things that I... Yeah! Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. It's Monday, and it's time for Things I've Learned. A look back at the weekend on The Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. I learned that Saturday night football is always a good thing when it's Detroit and Dallas uh, in a knockdown, drag-em-out, playoff implications, stars everywhere, and it comes down to a brilliant two-point conversion call where they take the two points away from the Lions, say there was an ineligible man downfield, he didn't report. Dan Campbell after the game, not so happy. On the call, is it on the execution? Is it, you know, I don't like losing, Dave. And that's what happened. We lost. And that bothers me. You know, it bothers me. I don't like having an L. So that's the frustration. I'm sorry. I don't mean it at you. 
He's so nice. Love Dan Campbell, <laughs> even when he's getting angry. Here's Jared Goff trying to explain it. What I do know, and I don't know if I'll get fined for this, but I do know that Decker reported. I do know that Dan Skipper did not. And I do know that they said that Dan Skipper did. So it's unfortunate. Listen, I think it's a ballsy move to go for two. And, and we still don't know for sure. It's a he said, she said. But let me just say this, okay? When you get backed up to the eight-yard line and you're down by a point, you do not go for a two-point conversion from the eight-yard line. Stop telling me how impressed you are with Dan Campbell because he goes for it there. You're giving your team a less chance to win a game to go from the eight-yard line on a two-point conversion. That's when you take a deep breath and you go, let's just go to overtime because then it's a 50-50 chance. Let's just go to overtime. Now they go for it. Parsons is offside. It moves back to the three-yard line. They they have a wide-open play. They don't connect. But don't go for a two-point conversion on the road from the eight-yard line. Like, calm down. What was that? If I was a Lions fan, I was like, oh, yeah, that's so ballsy. No. Go to overtime. You got the momentum. Great drive by Jared Goff and company, by the way. Great drama on Saturday night. But stop doing stupid things. A couple of other quick things that we learned over the weekend. Uh, David Tepper might be one of the most petulant rich guys ever, right? You've heard stories about him. He's a nightmare. Oh, they are all terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's he's kind of the new Dan Snyder, most hated owner in the NFL. Well said. And he's throwing a cocktail at Jaguar fans. (laughs) Dude, dude, when you have like five, eight, seven billion attached to your name. Oh, I thought you were going to say drinks. Yeah. You (laughs) You don't need to be throwing. I guess they were taunting him. Um, and he was frustrated. Be better. And he throws a drink at Jaguar fans, right? Not okay. Not mm-hmm. okay. Uh, I don't know how the league's going to handle it. I'm sure Roger Goodell is going to call him and say, really? Is that really what you want? Do you, you want? think Roger Goodell can pick up the phone and call one of the owners and reprimand them? I'm going to say no. I, I, well, notice how I didn't say he laid into him. I think what he'll say is really. It's a bad Do look. you really want that out there? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think he raises yeah. his voice necessarily anyway that was one of the moments from uh from over the weekend uh, another moment from over the weekend was a big braves trade like, like a big braves trade von grissom's heading to boston and we get chris sale at which point we texted and and state got very excited said i know a lot about chris sale so your opinions your thoughts i, I think that chris sale when he's right and last year he had a, i mean listen he's been not right for three years Two years ago, he didn't pitch at all. Last year, he gave you 100 innings. Three years ago, he gave you like 120. But last year, when he was pitching, his strikeout to uh, walk numbers are phenomenal. He had some starts where he absolutely was one of the best pitchers in baseball. He doesn't throw quite the same velocity. But Chris Sale, in a postseason uniform, if he is healthy, is an unbelievable piece to either start as a Game 3 starter or come out of the bullpen. What did AA tell us? We need more heat in our bullpen. Right. He's uh, he's oh, he's revamped. He looked at the Phillies bullpen and he looked at the guys who came in throwing mid to high nineties, and he said that's going to be us. Chris Sale does it. Von Grissom didn't have a place. No, and Von, this is better for Von. This is better for us. Eduardo Perez, who was on Sirius XM on MLB Network, this was yesterday. Him talking about Chris Sale to the Braves. Chris Sale, I think, is going to have that bounce back type of year again to be able to get that swing and miss. Tough delivery, tough angle, different viewpoint than Freed from the left side, different viewpoint than Strider from the right side. You got four completely dominating different looks when healthy in that staff. And he goes on to say, 
look, this is the best team in the National League, bar none. They're mm-hmm. better than the Dodgers with Shohei Otani in that lineup. Oh, Offensively, defensively as well. Alex Anthopoulos has built a beast of a team on paper and on the field. We'll take it. How about that? 42 days, y'all, till brave spring training. How exciting to oh. see what's going to be going on in the National League and yeah. what the Braves are going to be in the mm-hmm. middle of, right? Yep. I mean, uh, Von Grissom, a very classy note left to Braves He's fans. He's the best. Right? Yep. He is Let's- a great guy. And Jared Kelnick's going to be that guy. By the way, Kelnick's got a little toot. You know what I mean? He's got a little dog in him, as y'all like to say, that, that I think the Braves were missing in that locker room as well, in the clubhouse. So there we go. So I liked what he had to say. Like I said. Jared uh, Kelnick could mm-hmm. be very, very interesting to mm-hmm. see Here's a part of that fielder. outfield. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, who won the bowl season? Well, who's won breakfast for years? Pop-Tarts, right? That's right. The Pop-Tarts Bowl. Tell me what they did so right, Sam. Y'all, the Pop-Tarts Bowl, they paid $2 million to sponsor. And it used to be the Cheez-It, the company, which used to be Kellogg's. It's Kellanova. They own both of them now. So they decided we are going to go all out. So they have the end of their end zone, right, by the goalposts. They bring out this toaster, this gigantic toaster. And then they have, I'm sure y'all have already seen it, this little Pop-Tart gets up and he starts to dancing. And you already heard, we're going to have an edible Pop-Tart for the winners. So sure enough, you watched Kansas State devour the Pop-Tart. It was strawberry in case you care, but every crumb was gone steak. They beat NC State 28 to 19. So for a $2 million investment, the bowl generated close to $15 million in media exposure. That according to folks that study that stuff. Not only that, but two days later, we're still talking on Twitter, and I raise my hand, on which flavor is best. How did you eat your Pop-Tarts? Is so there funny. butter after after you put it in the toaster? Great questions. My wife just said to me the other day, um, she was feeling herself after, uh, I told you, New Year's Eve. Yeah. And I said, what would, what would make you feel better? She said, cereal or Pop-Tarts. And I was like, really? <laughs> She goes, yeah, I wish I could eat Pop-Tarts every day. It's not healthy, but I want to eat them every day. So good. I said, how do you like them? Do you like them heated? What's your flavor? I think she said strawberry, unheated. And then she talked about the little wrapper. Yes. Opening that wrapper, right? Right, and there's two in there. You want to make sure you don't break them. Don't break off that end crust. You got to be. And then when you put them in the toaster and bite into it, and your roof of your mouth is now on fire. I mean, it's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> that Pop Tart uh, mascot coming out of that. I, I've never seen anything greater. So and now Cheese It, if you're wondering why Cheese It did the same thing, yeah. Cheese It and it's the same, same company. Owner, so yeah. they had it all planned out. So yeah. I just thought that was great. And the honorable mention for the greatest thing yesterday was Iowa in the Citrus Bowl. You know, Iowa does the wave to the Children's Hospital. Yeah. So they did it, they put it up on Zoom on the scoreboard. For the hospital kids to see oh, wow. as everybody turned around. So, yeah. great move, y'all. But those poor kids, I hope they weren't too uh, reliant on the Iowa offense, They by were the not. Way. They were not. Iowa's get, Iowa got <laughs> shut out. One of the worst offenses, I have a buddy who's in the uh, betting world. Yes. He bets Iowa under every week. He's never lost. Like the Iowa under, never lose. I never lose. That's right. Anyway, 1035, we'll come back, play three strikes, and have some fun on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Uh, I will say this, man, uh, as the Falcons look at the draft position, if they lose, I think they could be as high as ninth pick overall. Mm -hmm. A lot of quarterbacks out there, Jaden McDaniel and Drake May, 
And uh, Michael Penix last night, you saw him. And uh, number one pick in the back. J.J. McCarthy, Mm -hmm. who looked good. Bo Bo Uh, Nix is up there, y'all. Bo Nix is in the conversation. Mm -hmm. Caleb Williams as the number one Mm -hmm. pick. Chicago's got the number one pick, and yet Justin Fields certainly has come on. Um, They've played their last eight, nine games. They have been in it, man. They lost an overtime game to the Ravens. I think one other game, but I I don't see them not committing to to Justin Fields. So they are just going to keep loading up in Chicago um, at the quarterback position. All right, you want to take some calls? Yes, please. All right. So what's your take? I'm very upset. It's time for you to sound off with three strikes. Bring it the f*** on! On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Just tell me who we got up there because I got to go through uh, AD indicator. I got to go up on my computer. AD, the snack from your childhood. You just don't eat much no more. Got to be the classic, classic Little Debbie honey bun. Oh, mm-hmm. Little Debbie always has a place in our heart, no doubt. The Falcons' <laughs> biggest thing they need to fix. Definitely the quarterback. Got to start there first. And the quarterback right now you trust the most in the NFL. Give me Lamar Jackson all day. He has come on. He's I mean, it, things play themselves out. Uh, but they're going to get home field and... They've sent some messages of late for sure. Who do we got next here? Doug and Jefferson. All right. Hey, Dougie, give me the snack. Hey, what's up, guys? Happy New Year, baby. Happy Thank New Year you. to you. Thank you for listening. What's the snack from your childhood that's just not in the mix anymore? Uh, tasty cakes. Love those tasty cakes. The Falcons' biggest thing that they need to fix. All the way up to Rich McKay. The quarterback <laughs> that you trust the most. Joe Flacco. What a story that is, huh? So I'm gonna good. I'm gonna tell you that Joe Flacco was so done two or three years ago, yep. and the fact that they are sitting where they are right now, that effort the other night, Cleveland, phenomenal, unreal. All right, Daddy, where we got? Uh, Drew and Marietta. Hey, Drew, what's the <laughs> uh, snack item from your childhood you just don't eat no more? Happy New Year, guys. My snack is gonna be Cheerios. You know, just a nice sugared cereal that don't even play. Frosted Flakes, Cocoa Krispies. Go Rice Krispies, just pour that sugar on top. Somebody should write a song with that. Um, it's, it's, it's strong, dude. Who's the Falcons' biggest thing they need to fix? It's got, Arthur Smith's got to go, man. I've given him a lot of rope, and he's hung himself with it. So, The quarterback you trust the most right now? Lamar Jackson. And I got one more thing for you. I don't like when Harbaugh says unfair advantage. He should probably leave that word alone, that phrase alone. That is a – You know, that that that, storyline got swept under the rug so big because of Florida State being left out. But that really, the fact that he was suspended six games, he self-imposed because he got caught cheating, and we're really not talking about it. Yeah. How how smug is that? It's almost an unfair advantage. He is insufferable. Got one last caller coming. What do we got? Uh, Andrew, he's on the road to Charlotte. Hey, Andy, uh-huh. give me the uh, snack item from your childhood, not in the mix no more. Jello uh, snack puddings. The Falcons' mm. biggest thing they need to fix. Quarterback, man. We need a, a quarterback who can run the offense and not turn the ball over. The quarterback you trust the most right now. Got to be Lamar Jackson. I think uh, Raven, uh, Ravens are the hot pick right now. Oh, I like so Brock true. Purdy, man. I like, Even though he's bad two weeks ago. Debo and McC- uh, Ravens Christian 49ers McCaffrey. Super Bowl. Yes, please. That's great. We've seen it before. These are different teams yeah, now, right? Yeah. 
All right, we'll say hi to a very happy Andy Yay. and Randy coming up on Sports Radio 92.9.